Blog Talk Radio. Welcome in to Barbecue Superstars Radio, where we're going to teach you how to cook, have a good time, and teach you how to live. We're not interested in attitude, we're interested in having fun and cooking good food. Stay tuned for Barbecue Superstars Radio. We'd like to welcome everybody in to this edition of the Barbecue Superstars Radio Network Show. And folks, today we're going to talk about cooking ribs. Now, I know there's some people out there who have been misinformed or thought themselves that boiling ribs is the way to go. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to talk, be talking about how to handle your ribs. And we're going to be trying to talk about what is the best ribs you can cook with. When you start thinking about cooking ribs, I mean, first thing you got to do is pick out what kind. And you know, baby back ribs are the easiest to cook. Baby back ribs sometimes will have more meat than a St. Louis cut type of ribs. Now, there's belly ribs. Belly ribs are when they have the backbone and the upper piece of meat still attached to it. And you can cook those all in one piece as long as you take the membrane off but for me uh, baby back ribs have got a curve in them but baby back ribs easy to cook a lot of meat tastes good now country style ribs uh, are a Boston butt sliced up in thick slices essentially country style ribs are not really ribs uh, so you know if somebody comes up and says they're gonna have country style ribs at their house, it's going to be a lot of pork, but it's not actually going to be ribs. Barbecue Superstars has its own competition butcher shop, and we have Hatfield ribs, Compart Duroc ribs. We've got a massive amount of ribs on there. Um, one thing about the Barbecue Superstars uh, butcher shop is it's the best quality meat that you can buy worldwide for barbecue. That's Boston butts, ribs, brisket, steaks. Uh, There's a lot of stuff on there. Go to the Barbecue Superstars website, look under BSN, or just Google the Barbecue Superstars Butcher Shop, and it'll come up. And uh, we got some fantastic stuff for you to work with. Republicans. Well, I think you know me, and I think you know that I'm a fighter, and I know how to fight, and I have a fight now with, you know, these uh, the remaining people that are candidates, uh, because you have two battles. You have this battle, and then you have the other battle, but you have to get through this one before you get to the other one, and, you know, I mean, I'm looking at guys like Marco Rubio, who has the worst voting record in the United States Senate, and a young guy, although... He sweats more than any young person I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen a person sweat. So the first thing you got to do when you get ready to cook a rack of ribs is you got to take the membrane off the back. And 
get a paper towel. Some people will take a regular table knife and kind of insert it under the edge and kind of lift and pull on it a little bit, get it started. Paper towel will allow you to grip the membrane and pull it. So grip the membrane, make sure you pull it and get it all. Uh, you have to watch if it starts tearing. You'll have to do some little tricky stuff to redirect it to try to and sometimes you can tear you can tear it where the top part of the membrane going toward the backbone uh, will make just a little place and try to get paper towel and continue to pull 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 until you get it off but really taking the membrane off is the very first step <laughs> uh -oh. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator. Eating up all the food. All the chicken. All the pig feet. All the collard greens. All the hog maws. I want to eat some of them chitlins. I love pig feet. Oh, what you cooking? I'm making some eggs, bacon, sausage, pancakes, and some leftover pork chops. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> I don't even like dogs. That's the beauty of it. I grab a dog, and I took him, and I, I kicked the shit out of him. And I, and I, all day long, I put up a dog's ass. Just bang, bang, bang up his ass. That's my pleasure. Break yourself, fool. You better watch your window, you climbing that fool, before you get blasted on. With what? You ain't got nothing, man. With this. Man, where you get that from? Your mama. Once you get the membrane off, then you got to look around them ribs and see if there's any fat on the top side. Now, some people will try to even the amount of meat there is on one side and the other. If if if, if a rack of ribs is too thick on one side, it'll draw up. Now, I've done it a hundred times. If you cook a backyard, don't worry about that extra meat. Go ahead and get that fat off. One end, usually on the top, especially St. Louis cut, will have fat on one end. On a baby back rack of ribs, you probably won't have to worry about this. Uh, baby backs are already trimmed to success. Now, if you want more meat on your baby back ribs, just ask the butcher to leave more meat on it and have them give you a special cut. might cost you a little more. But boy, them baby backs, when you get them cooked, you get them cooked right. That's about all the trimming you're going to have to do. Now, if you're going to take a belly rack of ribs and turn it into a St. Louis cut, then uh, get a big knife. You've got about an inch worth of play. I've done it a thousand times on the Barbecue Superstars cooking channel. Competition, they want to cut them real short backyard you want to cut them real long so you get more meat trim that backbone top part off of the now when you get down into the real bone there's cartilage between the bone and the top part that cartilage you can cut anywhere but when you get into the real bone all the cutting stops or you'll have to really bear down and chop it I want give me my money you what hello Go to dine. 
Debo. Hold my money. Watch. I'll talk to you for a second. You got a little puddle here. Oh, oh you big too. You ain't no baby. Oh, 
this is wonderful. I love this freaky stuff like this. You can go in and just let yourself go. Come on now. I'm going to let myself go too. I'm feeling something too. This ain't, this ain't like me. I don't usually go this quick. Here, oh, I'm going now. Oh, boy. I'm going to tell you. Where's my yak? Where's my yak? Oh. Oh, you can set this one out, my brother. I'm just gonna wash my hands. I got me a wild woman sitting next to me, and look what I got. Dang, stinky piggy! Yeah, stinky piggy. Uh, here you go. Hey, hey, brother, I ain't washing that one. I'm washing this one. She's using cilantro. Ooh, I love that freaky shit. <gasps> Man, the only way you got stinky piggy is if you were sitting next to Miss Potato Head. There's always some dude who's a player hater because he ain't getting none. You know what, just because you blind don't mean I won't whoop your ass. Looking like a disco lemon, you son of a bitch. Now, once you get your ribs injected, you can do one of two things. Now, if you inject them the night before, you can get yourself a plastic bag and pour the rest of your injection in a plastic bag. And then put your injected ribs in the plastic bag and let them soak all night. Now, if you've got a salty rub and you put rub on your uh, ribs and stick them in a bag, they may cure overnight and they'll come out kind of hammy. So don't put any rub on it. Put it in a Ziploc two, three gallon, two to three gallon bag. You can get them at Lowe's. And let it soak overnight and lay in that injection all night. Now, you can take them out the next morning and go ahead and rub them down. Don't rub them down more than 15 minutes before the time that you stick it in the smoker so it won't pull any of that moisture out of the meat. Now, you can load it down with rub and let it set 15 minutes and that way it'll start the Maillard reaction and it'll start attaching to that meat. And uh, uh, three rubs. I always do three rubs, you know. Uh, letting them come up to room temperature and then rub them will make your ribs more receptive to the rub. Uh, picking out your rubs is very important, you know. Now, Suckle Buster is Texas, and it has a little bit of that pepper base to it uh, so does Cosmo Cosmo and Suckle Busters are very similar in my opinion uh, but uh, OBQ uh, smoking guns for a finishing rub and uh, Cimarron Dock Cimarron Dock Sweet is a great base for when you're doing ribs uh, but, you know, you pick out what you want. I would use three, and then I'd let them set after I took them out of the bag soaking all night. 
Hello, Big Worm. How much you got left? Man, I got a lot. You still ain't sold that weed smoke? And I'm trying to, Worm. Niggas are broke these days. I don't think you applying yourself, Smokey. Huh? You smoking my shit? Hell no. Fuck with your shit? Hell no. You smoking my shit? Now why would I do some shit like that? I wanna have to fuck you up, Smokey. Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. Wow. And you the last brother money I mess with. I steal for my mama before I mess with your shit. And you know this, man. We'll see. Hey, I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Okay, so now we got our ribs trimmed, injected, rubbed, let them come up to room temperature. Now we're going to put our ribs on the smoker now. 300 degrees, I would start them off at 300 degrees. It just seems like they cook right at 300 degrees. Now some people might start at 275. Don't do 225. Now if you're low and slow, man, go ahead and do 225, but... Lord have mercy, it's going to take eight hours to cook these ribs at 225. Start them off 300 degrees and let them go two hours. And then come back and check. I'm Debo. Who? Debo. took mine in. y'all what's up red thanks for the bike but you got my 40 homie i thought you had 200 dollars i do but i want to spend red's money i'm broke give it up red come on debo starly mouth we got my 40 homie i don't have nothing yeah you got something Why you tripping, Debo? Shut up, fuck, I knocked your ass out. Oh, man, that's messed up. Won't you give him back his chain? What chain? Yeah, what chain? Okay, once the two hours is up, then... You gotta wrap them. Now, you know, people who don't wrap their ribs end up with a poor product. Uh, you need to uh, uh, get some tinfoil. Now, double double wrap, double layer. Get some tinfoil and double it up. Put your ribs on it. 
Now under the ribs, put butter, brown sugar. That's one way you can go. Another way you can go is uh, just put your rub up under it, you know, like on the tinfoil. Uh, always put rub on all your meat every time you take it out. And, or uh, you can go agave nectar up under your ribs. Uh, agave nectar and butter is the way you can go. Uh, and not include brown sugar. Now if you if you do brown sugar you need to do demonera sugar. Demonera sugar won't burn. I would put demonera sugar, agave nectar, and butter, salted butter, up under the ribs. Then on top I would put demonera butter and agave nectar and then I'd go ahead and do the Texas crutch now if you don't know what that is go to the barbecue superstars cooking channel or or go to ribs go to cooking info meat info and then ribs and it'll lay a lot of this out for you got a video on how to do the Texas crutch and then leave one end undone and pour about a half a cup of apple juice in it. Now if you don't pour apple juice in it you can put white grape blueberry juice. Uh, if, if you don't you have to put some kind of juice in it to soften it up. Your ribs are going to be tough. Now your ribs will exude a small amount of juice and grease but it's not going to soften it up. I've done it. Uh, you'll have just a little bit. When you take it out, your ribs will get dry. So uh, that's wrapping your ribs. Stick it back in at 275 for an hour and a half. Finishing the ribs is the whole dealio. Now, get done with an hour and a half. That's three and a half hours. 300 for the first two hours, 275 for the second two hours. And then, now it's time to glaze them. Now, I've seen some people get two great big plastic squeeze bottles, fill it full of the sauce they want. Now most people mix two sauces and put some honey in it. I mean uh, it's up to you what you want to do. Get the right blend. Uh, smoking coals is good on ribs. Uh, Big D's. Big D's is some fantastic on ribs. Uh, Big D's mixed with Old Ray's. Old Ray's is fantastic on ribs. Uh, but what you do is you set up 
the ribs on its edge on the long edge and you sauce it front and back or squeeze bottles now if you could get a pan without wasting a whole bunch of sauce and dip them would be good totally immerse them but once you dip them get get the glaze going go ahead put it back in the smoker at about 250 for about five minutes take them out dip them again put them in the smoker at 250 then take them out five minutes and then put honey on top now some people will put chutney uh, chutney is real as pepper jelly uh, some people call it chutney some people call it pepper jelly uh, Texas pepper jelly uh, Braswell's the red I seen a guy put green on there well you know greens jalapeno and it, it was good but uh, finishing it is the whole nine yards now say you put chutney and then honey do not put them back in the smoker once you put honey on it that's it let them set for a minute or two and rest now when you take them out before you put your sauce on you can put them in a cambro for 10 minutes uh, if you want to uh, that's a step that I really left out a lot but uh, that's about it uh, you know there's a uh, Hollywood cut and regular wood cut Hollywood cut you lose every other rib and you add all the meat that's on the ribs on each side of a, of a rib and that makes that one maxed out uh, regular cut you try to cut down the middle you pretty much have to lay it down on the long side in order to cut the ribs out of it and uh, hell yeah I hope you had a good time uh, we're going to try a little different format on our radio shows and uh, we're going to do a little bit of something like this so uh, we're going to end it off with a little song and hell yeah come on dance jump on it if you step 